Folks, welcome to Radio Karam and welcome to Connections. I'm delighted to introduce to you a local author from Seaford, Laura Jean Gannon. Welcome to Radio Karam. Thank you very much for having me, Marcus. Laura's on because she's launched a new book this year um, called Levi Leaf Rider, and uh, we're going to hear more about that book. But uh, can I just sort of put you with an awkward start? Sure. Far okay. Away. The awkward start is so, uh, Laura, can you give us an elevator pitch for your book? Sure. So the book is about a peculiar Robin Redbreast, and he is not like the rest. He chooses to travel by leaf on waterways opposed to via air so that he can take in the details and the book I kind of wanted it to be a good standalone read without kind of involving mindfulness initially Mm. and then at the end it kind of talks about how we can incorporate mindfulness into our life but if you don't want to read that bit it's still a cute read. It's a beautiful read and beautifully illustrated as well too, but we'll come to that a bit later. Look, the listeners are probably thinking, who is Laura Gannon? Can you give us a bit of information about yeah. your background and who you are and yep. you know how you've come to be here? Yeah, sure. So um, I have always worked with kids um, throughout my whole adult life. I started off as a babysitter. Um, I did children's radio for a little bit. I did... Um, Children's entertaining, so I was a clown, a fairy, and even a Barbie. Is that in Australia or back um, in England? Back in or? the UK. Okay, so I used yeah, to yeah. get on public transport with Mike before oh, I drove. Oh, no way. The, a busker. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, with a suitcase of all my um, tricks and all my, yeah, that's magic. A very, that's a very cool European <laughs> thing. Gosh, I love that. Well, it was until you're like a very, you know, young lady travelling on public transport um, dressed as Barbie and people think that uh, you just haven't grown out of it because uh, they don't yeah. quite get that you're a children's <laughs> Uh, very cool though yeah, um, yeah, yeah and then just went on to do um some counseling kind of changed to the area that i wanted to go into and um i did a lot of play therapy and with an organization in the uk called place to be actually and then kind of yeah got into school counseling um and still work with kids from prep to year 12 so yeah and then you've moved to australia when, yes. did, when did you come to australia um 2012 so okay. i yeah. traveled here and met my husband um, and yeah, the rest is history, really. And that and was in 2007. So. And you're a counsellor now in schools, is yes, that correct? Yes, yeah. Where, yeah. where are you located? Um, so I'm in Berwick. We've got two campuses, one in Pakenham and one in Berwick. And I've worked across both, but currently I'm in Berwick, which is great because it's nearer. <laughs> that's, that's, is, that, is that Beacon Hills College? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, terrific. Well, it's a bit, bit of a distance to travel, but still, it's a, yeah. it's a lovely experience when you get there. Yeah, yeah it's nice. a really fantastic college to work for because they are really well-being focused. We've got the resilience program. We do the zones of regulation. So there's loads of well-being woven into the curriculum, awesome. which is really great. It's good our schools are actually moving down that direction. Yeah. It's happening at our school as well, too. There's yeah. a whole, like, I guess there's a thrust across to all schools across yeah. Australia, but uh, yeah, for it's sure. um, about time. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's really wonderful because I'm quite passionate about kind of getting some emotional intelligence into the curriculum and lots of it I don't actually have to put in. It's all automatically being put in by the head of wellbeing, my boss, and then I can just piggyback off that and do run different workshops, which is really great. Do your thing, yeah, mm. lovely. Now, the book. Yeah. Uh, Levi Leaf Ride, you've got it here in front of me. It's yes. a b- beautifully illustrated. What's, what was the inspiration for the book? Can you yeah, so give us, because it's sort of like, it's, it's your thing, well-being, but yeah. can you give us a bit of a feel for it? Yeah, because you don't not necessarily get that vibe instantly, do you, when you read the book? So um, 
I run quite a lot of workshops and one of the ones that we tend to run with the preps actually starting really early is we teach them about different emotions where you feel it in your body what can be good tools and stuff like that and we use a selection of books but I've been really keen to write my own books because sometimes I feel like there's a bit of a gap in what we need so mindfulness is kind of really key in the sense that if we don't kind of shave out a little bit of time for ourselves, we're always overwhelmed and life's become busier and busier and busier, mm. Mm. not just for kids, but for parents too. And they reach for technology a lot. So it's kind of just to kind of go back to scratch and just say, okay, what do you do for mindfulness? And all of these everyday activities that you can do for mindfulness that people don't, that take for granted that, you know, Lego can be a form of mindfulness because you're really in the zone. You're not thinking about the past or the future. You're there. Mm. So it's just kind of saying, look, these are great things, but make sure you do them every day I love to have in the book how basically the message is slow down yeah and just look at the world around you yes. and that's what he does he does as, yeah. as he's cruising down the river yes on his cool little leaf he's actually yeah. looking at every single sort of Detail. moment he comes across yeah that's is that something we're talking about yeah well that's mindfulness essentially yeah. is um, your ability to be present in the moment and if you think about the way that we perceive the world you know when we were little and we had that summer holiday that break felt like it lasted a lifetime and then you get older and six weeks seems like nothing it just flies by because our perception time is different so when we're little we can be in the moment so our time slows down effectively apparently it slows down again in retirement because you're not thinking about what you need to do or what you haven't done you're able to just stay in the moment so your perception time changes again but right in the middle and it's not just for kids it's kind of like I did I was going to write a word to parents and I was like no it sounds too condescending like they might not read it Mm. so the word from um, Levi at the back of the book kind of speaks to parents and kids so it kind of makes you stop and reflect as well um, but the little dude I don't know I love Robin Redbreast <laughs> the little dude um, and okay. I drew him Very initially cool. and I approached the talented um, illustrator Annie and I just said look would you be keen on collaborating and um, I was so delighted that she was keen so um, and you know she's done an amazing job she's very talented so you mentioned Annie Dalton yeah Uh, did you know her back in England is she is she English she is yeah Yeah, so we did it you were back then um well it's a weird one actually because my husband has always been into a bit of graffiti art and she, he met her partner through a graffiti connection. Oh, wow. And then Annie actually came to our wedding when, back in the UK. We mm. were here, but we planned it back home. Mm. And um, I had been following her on Instagram since she came to our wedding, but I didn't really know her. Mm. So we've got to know each other really well through this process, but I didn't really know her at all. I just loved her art. It was kind of what my art is like, but like magnified it and so much better. <laughs> So it was like a fine-tuned version of my watercolour painting. And I was like, she's a great fit. Because I was wondering, because when you look at the book itself and the artwork, mm. it, it is beautiful. And it reminds me of um, old English-type yeah. forests. And it actually does have that any sort of yeah. woodland woodland yeah. creatures and yeah. sort, of the, 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 the sort of the sceneries around that. Yeah. Is it because it was written by yourself and also because yeah. it was an English art? I think so. And I'm quite, yeah, I'm quite keen to collaborate with her again because um, I like that kind of – that yeah, vibe. That vibe. Yeah. yeah. So when did you first start writing this book? Was it, has it been like a years. year? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tell me. So I've written a collection and this is just the first one that we went with. Um, and yeah, the, it literally, it took Annie probably a year to illustrate it just around her other, because it was more of a passion project for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
but we, I, I started writing books probably about five or six years ago. Books? Yeah, yeah. So I've got other books and they're kind of all um, got a bit of a message in them. Probably more so the other ones than this one. This one's, but um, yeah. So um, when did you first start writing then? So well, you've been writing, for, you said books, so can you give us yeah. a bit of background on that? Oh, well. Are they published books as well no, too? No, no, they're okay. not. This is the first we've published. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I always wanted to write children's books and yeah. I've been kind of been playing around with it for a long time. But I think like just stepping into that kind of counsellor zone, it's, there are some amazing resources and amazing books mm. out there. But there was just a few things that um, I really wanted to articulate in a different way. So... Yeah, that's so, why I can't. And so you it. are self-published then. Yeah. How did you? And that's that's a bit of a daunting. Yeah. Did you actually? Did you actually hope to get a publisher, or you just yeah, always decided did. you were going to do your own thing? No, or? we did. But it's a bit catch twenty-two because um, when you are looking into publishers, only a very, 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 very small percentage will accept unsolicited manuscripts, and what that means is you have to have an agent to get them to even look at it yes i'm aware it's a bit yeah tricky. and yeah. then aid getting agents is actually very tricky mm, so i mm, tried for a bit and mm. then i was like look shall we just i want it as a resource let's just do it so we kind of just yeah went for it in mm. the end but i think we still may in the future approach publishers because i'm not the best at self-promotion no. i find that really hard <laughs> well you're here today that's I know, lovely i know I thank you so much for having me oh it's a pleasure <laughs> the, so the pub the self-publishing is a tricky road to go down yeah. because i mean had you had any experience with it before you actually went into it or was this sort no, of like a, no. it was a new thing there may be listeners who are listening who yeah. are actually also interested in yeah. um having some difficulty getting a, an agent and yeah. then a publisher what's yeah. what can you give us a bit of an insight into your stepping stones yeah, to get to sure. where you got to? So I had a couple of publishers that wanted to publish my work, but it was um, – they're kind of like hybrid publishers. So they want you to put forward – so there's no risk. They want you to put forward a tiny bit of money towards – and uh, then you get stuff back. And I looked them up. They're completely legit, and that's quite normal these days because there's so many publishers out there. Mm. They just don't want to take the gamble with you, basically. Um, but um, – Typically, yeah, it is really tricky to find a publisher because you can't send it to anyone. Yeah. Like, literally, there'll be hundreds and hundreds of publishers and, you know, you find about five. I think I only sent to about five that were open. And then there's a very short window or you've missed the window or yeah. they close because they've received too many. So even those ones, it can be a bit tricky. So there are, I think, a lot of um, firms that can publish. We went with Amazon because um, it's a great platform anyway. Um, and it's really um, easy in the sense that you don't have to put a massive amount because neither Annie and I are really flush. So <laughs> we didn't have all this money to just yeah. go ahead and print however many books. And I like the fact that Amazon, it's, paid on and print on demand so there's no wastage as well you just can print they can order it and it's printed straight away and sent to the customer so, so the customer gets what i've got here in front yeah, of me yeah it yeah. isn't a pdf document sent out or no, some no. sort of thing <laughs> no. no so they get that sent directly to them and then yeah or they can do it on the kindle buy on the kindle or um yeah but those are the two formats at the moment Good on you. I'm glad you shared that because there are listeners out there who have sort of got a burning ache to yeah. get published, but uh, your, your experience is a genuine one and actually you got a result. Yeah. Um, reading through it, what's your audience? I mean, I yeah. know you say you may say mindfulness, but yeah. what age group we're we talking about here? We're talking about yeah. little kids we're talking about. What 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 What's the aim here? Yeah, I think because it is such a pretty book, you can read it from birth really. Yeah. Um, but up until kind of year five, year six, I think, because if you can – I've used it in workshops – 
Mm. So you can read it and then... With students at school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. and, it, and that's really beautiful to see how well I engage in that, actually. But because there is that sense of engagement, you, you can read it and then talk about that, that kind of stuff and use the word from Levi and, and get everyone to think and contribute. Um, so I think up to about year six... Because yeah. some of the language is, is um, I'd imagine, is probably a bit challenging for some of the junior yeah. grades. Yeah. So, but but having read to you by a teacher or, yeah. or an adult, it would be yeah. um, would tick the box. So, yeah. and I noticed the it's a pretty cool. Uh, the Brutables, yeah, don't you was, call them? That was the Annie's. Band? Yeah, that was Annie's choice. Very actually. cool. Um, so obviously, all the visuals are from the text, but um, she was like, "Oh, I've done this," and I was like, "No, that's awesome." Is there a passage in the book that you particularly love that sort of really captures who you are and what the book is, the essence of the book? Is I there something in the book? I think it's just the book in general because I am a little bit um, quirky. Like the more that you know me, the the weirder you, I may appear. Yeah. And uh, one not, of the <laughs> not weird just yet, folks. So we're okay. <laughs> but then what the is minute. weird? Everyone's ah, idea of go. weird is different. Um, but when I went to read it in one of the year one classes, and the teacher yeah. said, "Well, how did you come up with a, uh, a robin that chooses yeah, yeah. to?" I was like, "I don't know. I've got always had a bit of a strange imagination." Yeah, no, I love that. But sort of prompted that question was because we'd love you to read some of the book yeah, to, sure. to the listeners. So yeah, is there a sure. passage there that sort of like you think captures, you know, Levi um, and his adventure? Have yeah. a think. What do you think? I don't know. Let me flick through. Have a quick flick. Yeah. Folks, it's beautifully illustrated and as um, as Laura mentioned, it's available on Amazon, but we'll more about it a bit later. What do we got? I think um, this page always always makes me giggle because you don't quite expect expect it when he punted down Brooks, taking it all in while frequently playing his miniature violin. Uh-huh. I just love the fact that he's got that tucked away in the back somewhere and he just busts it out because it's such <laughs> oh, it's a good in the back of his pocket. It's just such a oh, good party oh, instrument, isn't it? Yeah, and a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. It always makes it always adds for great entertainment. I love it. I love it. What's your writing process? Because I mean, every author's got a certain way about going about yeah. doing these things. They might speak it up at uh, 7 o'clock and they'll write till 10 o'clock yeah. or write whatever they do. Have you got a when you're in putting your books together what's yeah. your process? Do you know what newly actually um, I tend to try and make sure that I'm in nature because it's always a big part of my visualisation. So actually in out in the fields yeah, or Yeah, like or just, yeah. yeah. Um, and normally, because I have three children, it is literally <laughs> after a run, just walking back, pre-recording myself talking, and then the kind of ideas start coming together. Um, I have an idea of what, there's a, the book that I'm currently writing, there's so much to cram in to a very short read that it's kind of, sometimes I ha- have to write a little notes of this has to be in, this has to be in. Um, but it's generally just quite organic, just walking and talking to myself. You might see me outside of uh, wetlands, um, see for wetlands, just rambling away to myself. And that's typically probably when I do do it. So yeah. you mentioned a book you're writing as well. Uh, is a new book you've got coming yeah. up? Or do you want to give us a bit of a sneaky about what's happening there? Yeah, well, I I often, often have this conversation with with kids, you know, because our formative years have a massive impact on our um, attachments and relationships and and I remember somebody giving me this blessing of the you know the um, saying um, there's a friend for a reason a season or a lifetime I don't know if you've heard that so it's based on that saying because I wish as a child somebody gave me that gift of saying because then you can look at things and your perception right our perception is what frames our whole life yeah. because we'll be sitting here in the studio but you'll be perceiving this completely different to how I'm perceiving this because mm. we're completely different people different internal workings so you know 
I love that because it kind of goes, okay, that that was difficult, that ending to that relationship. I would have, I invested so much. And we've all had moments like that. You've lost contact with something, something's gone awry or, you know, they've moved countries and not kept in contact and you've put so much into that. Um, but actually saying, okay, would you change that though? That time that you spent with that person was better for having them there, you know, for a season or a reason or a lifetime, you know? So I really love that concept. So that's kind of my main focal point for this one. Ah, and any release options at this stage? Um, you sort of a 2023 type thing we're talking yeah. about. We're looking at the, the life of uh, Laura Jean Gannon, yeah. folks. She's got plans coming up, which is um, lovely. This is might be um, Annie and I's next book. So uh, I've got a few, but she, I want to collaborate with a few more just so we've got, because one of my favourite authors is Julia Donaldson. Mm. And I love the fact that she works with Axel, Axel like throughout yeah. a number of her collections. So I'd quite mm. like to have that consistency with Annie um, for a few at least um so but she really likes animals awesome. she's a bit scared of drawing people which is fine <laughs> <laughs> so a okay. few of my other books she she wouldn't be up for <laughs> ah, works well for you then yeah um now look you've got a big event coming up in seaford yeah. uh, in a couple of weeks time yeah um it's the 20th 20th or yeah. 23rd november yeah. um you want to tell, talk about that yeah so um Holly at Creek and Bay in Seaford. I don't know if you've ever been there, but she's beautiful, just a beautiful person. Um, she has a really lovely shop that kind of supplies kids clo- clothes, um, women's clothes, and just some some toys and books and things. She sells my book down there. Um, so we decided to do this book reading. Um, so it's going to be on a market day, um, the next market day in November. Nice. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So yeah. there'll be a lot of foot traffic. Um, but we're just going to do two readings of the book. And we're going to give uh, the first 30 children a little goodie bag so they can take it away. And, yeah, we've actually asked Seaford Library if we can borrow their chair, and I'm still waiting to Because <laughs> <laughs> they've got a beautiful story time ah. chair um, that they do beautiful story times with um, at Seaford Library. So, But, yeah, it's just the general idea to make a little community event there's so the demographics change so much in Seaford there's so many young families um, and you're always looking for something to do when you stroll down into Seaford so we thought it would be a nice way to kind of get the community involved what time do you kick off there um, so we've got one session running at 10 yep and one at 11 um, but it, we've talked about if it gets really busy, we can always add more. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, let's yeah. hope. Let's hope. If people want to contact you. What's the best way to reach you? Yeah, sure. So um, we actually have a Facebook page set up, and it's just at Levi Leaf Rider. Um, and at the, it might change actually because we are working on other stories. It, that, that was just to get the book out. Yeah. But at, currently, it's at Levi Leaf Rider, and we've got the same for um, Instagram. So they're the, probably the best. I mean, um, both Annie and I. I aren't, um, you know, inundated with uh, contacts, so we'll definitely 100% get back to you. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just noticed on the Instagram page, there yeah. was uh, there's a picture of you dressed up as Levi, is it? Yes. Can we expect that on the 20th? No, well, that oh. was actually um, that Book Week. Book Week, of course, the classic at, dress up. Yeah, it oh. was Book Week at... Um, at school, uh, but if they did it the day before because it wasn't one of my working days. Um, so I but went. But can in. Levi ride again? <laughs> can he ride again? He definitely Laura? can. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, okay. Be that bit of a surprise. It was a pretty cool looking thing, actually. <laughs> also, I like on the, in the book itself at the back yeah. of the book, folks. There's uh, there's mention about sort of the explanation as to what Levi his sort of philosophy is. Yeah. But there's also a um, a YouTube video which is attached to yeah. this book. It's it's his song, is it? Yeah. So do you want to talk about how that came about? Because that, that's someone else who actually yeah. sang it, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Actually, my mum. Oh, wow. Um, 
Nice <laughs> job, mum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, well, we want to have um, a nursery rhyme for everyone. Mm-hmm. So every single book. Ah. So when you're using it as a workshop, you yeah. can then kind of cement the learning with the nursery rhyme. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. So that's kind of how it came about. Um, I'm current. I'm always writing weird songs with my, my kids. And my yeah. kids actually do it now too. They, they just sing the weirdest songs as well. Um, so it was just something quite natural for me <laughs> to do really. But it's a folks. It's an added bonus to the actual book itself. You can uh, track that down. So, folks, uh, Laura, thank you very much for joining us today on Radio Karam. I wish you all the best with the book, and of course, obviously, next year with thank your future you. book as well too, and anything you've got going on. So, uh, look, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Good on you. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow, and you're listening to Radio Karam, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne, how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So, Check out Radio Karam. Tune in.